Every time we about to record an episode, Nova is always on her phone, on Instagram. I'm recording. I just feel like Mm. we should talk about this because I think it's a, oh, it's a, don't try to fix it now. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like we having some podcaster um, tension. I I have ADHD. Cap. No. Cap. No. Cap. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcasters, Tony and... Nova, you already know. Uh-huh. Coming at you with another relevant topic. Yeah. Hey, babies. So we totally skipped out, like we said in our last podcast, on posting on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to do a makeup. So this is coming out Friday, even though we pre-recording it. And then we're going to hopefully get back to the grind Sundays and Wednesdays. Hopefully. That's going to be what we think we're going to do. Yeah, but this is this dedication. dedication. It's dedication. You know what I'm saying? Because we're trying to give it to y'all straight. We are. In the paint. I feel like if my kid's dad listened to that, he's gonna be like, oh, oh, no, I need to get some money for that because that's his song. Uh, Shout out to look, don't be trying, yeah, yeah, I ain't trying to be part of that lawsuit. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> so how is everybody doing today? How is everybody doing today? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I feel like I feel renewed and washed. Yes. Me and Nova, once we get our mind on something, baby, we just go, okay? Yes. Nova's very, very affluent in the business background, so I'm like, okay, good, I ain't got to do that. And I'm very good with the technical aspects, so she like, I ain't got to do that. So yes. it's just... It works. It works, baby. Find you some friends that when it works, it works. Okay. You get you a good blend. If your yes. friends cannot upgrade you... You need to kick them you to the to curb. surround yourself Not with... kick them to the curb. Because it could be you that's at me. Yeah. But I will say you need to surround yourself with people who are doing way better than you so that you as well will be doing yes. just like them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you cannot. Because you are, when you're around something, you become, you become what you are that. You So if that. you look around your circle and you see, dang, we all goddamn broke. <laughs> then. <laughs> that was so country of you. We all goddamn broke. <laughs> <laughs> We all broke. Something need to change. It's about to be me. So big ups to what you just said because Mm -hmm. that is so freaking true. Mm -hmm. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. So do I have a story? Do I have a story? Because I feel like you did it last time. So do I have a story? Do I have a story? You have a story? Ooh. Mm -hmm. I do have a story. It's it's about this motherfucker. That tried me at work. He always trying me, bro. Again? He, He tried me again. At this point, I'm coming up there. At this point, we both need to go up there and stomp him out. But he going through a little something right now, so I can't even come at him. I think he went through, going through a breakup or whatever. You cannot bring that to work, though. That's... He, I mean, I love the white men. Oh, I wouldn't marry a, marry a white man. I don't know what God have in the cards for me, but I love the white men. Mm-hmm. So this is not to be against white men, but this man is white. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you what he did. This time around. So I asked him, I come in work, we have our little huddle meeting for the day. And I, I asked him, because I have to do a lunch. I usually do my lunch about 12, 15 or 1. But it's whoever's role for the day is greeter, they need to make the lunch schedule. So his role was greeter this past, uh, what was it? It was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. He was greeter for the day. No, I'm sorry, it was Friday. Last week, Friday. And I tell him, I say, hey, I'm gonna call him, I'm gonna call him uh, Tanner. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Tanner. 
um, can I get a lunch at 1.45? You know, our, our office closed at six. So he's like, oh yeah, no problem, Tony, no problem. I'll take care of that. So I'm like, oh, okay, fine. stuff is off to a good start. You know, I look a little rough today, but stuff is off. And I was, I was really feeling tired and I'm like, okay, I, I can't do it today, right? So I'm in my office and I'm typing, I'm, I'm ready. And then he, the lunch schedule come out and I see my time at one o'clock and I see Tanner's lunch at 1.45. Right. No, he didn't. Yes, girl. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I'm like, okay, somebody about to get cussed to hell. <laughs> That's how I was feeling in my mind. So I'm like, gather your thoughts, gather your thoughts. So I kindly walk my plump ass over to. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> walk you ass over to the greeter station. I'm like, hey, um, what situation? He was like, um, oh yeah, you know. Everybody wanted that spot, you know, ATMs. I mean, he just, all the excuses in the world. So I looked at him, I'm like, well, we had an understanding. I told you that I need a lunch at 145. And my mentor right there too, he, he bipolar. He bipolar. On this particular day, he seemed like he was mad at me. I don't know. So anyways, long story short, he ended up changing my lunch back, but not before he gave me all the excuses in the world. So I'm, I'm still feeling some type of way. So I walked back up to the greeter's desk um, and... He was like, I said, you know, what's, what's wrong? Like, do you have a problem with me? Because I, I laid down a couple things that he do. I'm like, you did this, 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 and this. And then my, my mentor is like, well, it seemed like you let this build up over a course of time. And you're blowing this out of proportion. And I'm like, I don't think so. Because I don't think it's about the lunch per se. I mean, yes, give me my lunch at 145. Change it right now, period. But it's more so the way that you, you treat me like I'm your fucking secretary. And also how we just established something and you said yes. And then you go back and you give yourself the lunch that I say I want it. And then you give me one o'clock. And then he's like, oh, Tony has nothing to do. It has nothing against you. It's just, you know, I, it's subject to change. And I should have said that. I'm like, well, you didn't say that. And I said, I've never asked for a late lunch like this. So he's like, well, it's not, you can't always get what you want. I'm like, absolutely. I understand that. Today is a, a, a different day. There's no other day that you know of that I take a lunch at 1.45. First of all, that's late. I don't take lunches at 1.45. That's just late. I'll be about ready to pass the hell out. So, yeah. So I did that and then I was just so mad and then all day he was like walking on eggshells around me but he looked like he had like a satisfaction like he was getting under my skin. So I had to go in the office and I had to like really just calm down, relax and just center myself. Cause I almost went to jail. Not jail. Jail. Damn. I killed almost you out and then... Then what? I would have been back on 10. I'm on your ass boy. So, you know... He tried me, but I, I went into the office and I let some I let some tears flow, not because of what he did, but because I was tired and I was already feeling emotional and I, you know, Pisces. And I felt like he just keep doing that. And then I felt like they were ganging up on me when I was talking to them and he absolutely was. So I won't go too into depth about it, but it was just nice that I, I admitted to myself. I felt embarrassed. I felt, I felt all type of ways, but long story short, that's my story of the week. Um, if you have something to say to somebody, say it with grace. You ain't got to go off on Tanner. Um, and you ain't got to be with an attitude all day. But it's just good to get it out there and say what you got to say. Because people do be trying it out here. And, you know, it's okay to speak up for yourself in elegance. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so next time you know to say something sooner. But you got your lunch at 145. I got my lunch at 145. I have to say I have an appointment. Oh. <laughs> 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 I my lunch at 145. <laughs> Cause I was having lunch with someone. I'm like, it's Tanner. Mm. What the fuck are you 
Well, Tanner, you, you have to do better, Tanner. Hopefully he don't listen to this because he going to know exactly who the hell he no, is. No, Tanner, you got to do better, period. Do better, Tanner? Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to say his name, but I'm not going to do that. No, he's Tanner. So anyway, I hate the up? name Tanner. If I ever meet a Tanner, I'm never going to talk to him. like, Tanner, I know about you. You, you don't be giving people their lunches. You be still eating <laughs> lunches, little goddamn taker. So, yeah. Yes. That's it. On my end, that's my story for the week. Yes, absolutely. I don't have a story, so we're just gonna move right on to today's topic, which is your butt kill. Whatever. Okay. Well, for a lack of us bringing down the energy, um, don't do me like that. Because Nova's known for that, y'all. Oh, like, all right. Well, mm, story time's over. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about trauma. Whatever. Destruction. Okay. Mm. So, anyways, today's topic is. Survival mode. mode. Alright, come on. You don't gotta do it better than me. Just, um, right. um, okay. Mm. Survival mode. If y'all look on our our Instagram, you can see a picture of the two dogs. Remember how I said that Tony was the one on the left because she's just no, extra. No, no. That is you. No, Do you baby. See how she just look, blew it out. Nova, of like, Nova is only being like this because we she's being shy. But Nova is crazy. Okay, when what? Nova get into her mode, Mm-mm. you be funny. You be like, <laughs> like, no. So don't even try. You can okay. play if you want to. But anyways, that's our message for today. I'm sorry, not a message of the day. That's our topic for today. Survival mode. Go. Dang, you put me on a spot like that. Okay. <laughs> what that. is survival mode to you? Mm. Accommodation. You're accommodated to whatever it is that you're used to accommodating. Mm. Y'all okay. heard that? Y'all heard that? Now, nah, but survival mode is, is basically what you are used to um, accepting what you're used to doing, what's whatever been in your life for however long it's been in there, and you just adapt to it. Um, for me personally, survival mode would be me taking care of myself and not having someone that I could count on. So I'm just always depending upon myself to get things done. And if there was someone that came into my life, uh, whether a friend or in a relationship, and they want to do something, I'm like, what? You want to do it? No, I'm good. I'm good. Is you, you good? good? Is you good? Because I'm good. <laughs> like, and it, it kind of, it's like, it makes you feel like, oh, how dare you? But mm-hmm. in actuality, of course, it's something that's good. But then because of how you've always been, you're not taking it that way. And so, I mean, for me, it happens all the time. That's why I'm damn single now. That's another story. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what survival most me. I mean, depending upon the situation as well, you know, but for me in that instance, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. I would say for me, sur- survival mode would be using past uh thought patterns uh cognitive thought patterns um actions loops um in dealing with current situations so if something happens i'm like dang this always happened i'm gonna do i'm gonna gonna take care of me i'm gonna do me you know Mm -hmm. and then moving off of those emotions or that pattern as opposed to seeing beyond it or going past it Mm -hmm. i'm living according to old patterns childhood patterns and belief cycles um, and I also think I wrote it down. Um, it's living a fixed mindset of past trauma. And also it's being caught up in time loops. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that sounds very matrix-like, <laughs> but time loops um, are emotive, cognitive, and also um, patternized ways of actualizing things. So like mm-hmm. for me, for instance, one of my survival modes is 
I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. Um, and that's something that I'm actively working to break. Um, and how that plays out in my life as far as, um, survival mode is I'm going to take care of myself. Um, I'm going to do everything by myself. I'm going to show the world. I'm going to prove you wrong. And it's constantly me in this cycle in this loop. And then I come back down only to be brought back up to that same Mm -hmm. little mindset, belief, thought pattern. Um, and it's very destructive. Yes. It's extremely destructive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for (laughs) last week, um, it was brought to my attention by Tony that one of her friends said that I was, um, intimidating when she first met me. I was so shocked. I wouldn't say I would hurt or was hurt or anything, but I was just shocked because it was like, I've never heard that from someone before. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the weekend before I went to an event and there was a friend that was there that saw me like posted on the wall, but they didn't know if it was me because I've changed so much physically that they didn't approach me. And then, um, Finally, when they did realize it was me, they came up to me. They were like, yo, I didn't really, I didn't know if that was you. I was going to say something, but you were like posted on the wall and it looked like you had the Glocky on you. And like, you were going to like, be like, yo, if anyone talk to me, I'm going to punch you. Like anything like that. And I was just like, what? And I'm the whole time thinking I'm just posted on the wall. I'm chilling. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in an event, but I'm not like sociable. I'm just there to support my friend that I came there Mm -hmm, to, uh, mm -hmm. to see. So I'm just like, y'all really got that impression of me. And I'm like. I'm chilling, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I say that to say because my friend um, that I was having a conversation with the other day was like, you seem like you're a multifaceted type of person. And I was like, what? What is that? So he explained it further and he was like, you know, it was someone with like many features or or perspectives to consider. So like I juggled different activities and play diverse roles to carry loads of expectations on myself. So I'm literally just in my brain at all times Mm -hmm. in my brain all the time when I'm walking, when I'm by myself or when I'm in conversation, I'm always constantly thinking about something. Mm -hmm. So my facial expression or my body language could give off something and I just don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, having resting bitch face. So I guess that's what I was looking like or whatever. But of course, once you get to know me, I'm so not that. Tony knows who I am. Such a soft heart. Yes. So would you say as far as like your facial expression, so like you said, you're always thinking about something, right? Mm-hmm. So could that be like your survival mode? Like constantly all in, like that's your pattern. You're always in your mind mm-hmm. and you don't really know how to break the pattern. Yeah. And that's survival mode for you because that's pretty much all you know. Yeah, definitely. Especially coming from, you know, having to take care of myself for so long. I'm just so used to always thinking about what's my next move. I'm going to take care of myself or what am I going to do this? I'm going to do that. I've never been at peace if that makes sense, Mm. to where I don't have to think about anything Mm -hmm. or I'm just living carefree. Like, so even if I'm at an event or it's supposed to be a time where we're having fun, I'm literally just still in my brain. Mm -hmm. I can try to break it, but when you've been doing it for so long, it's 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 really hard. Yeah, it's not like a light switch. You can't cut Mm -hmm. it on and off. So Survival mode. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What would be my form of survival mode? I would say... Like what I just said, using old cognitive patterns and beliefs and um, emotions and stuff like that. Um, also, I would I would say my energy, like what you give off, like what I give off is not what I be feeling. Mm-hmm. Like people be coming into the bank, like this one guy, this this nigga always coming to the bank. Like he always coming to the bank. He be like, it don't matter. I could be smiling or anything like that. He can catch me. Like, you look upset. <laughs> You look sad. And I'm like, mm. fuck, why are you? Bye, like, sir. To too, that I hate that. Like, even when I'm out in public, they're like, smile, ma. It ain't that bad. Or they'll say something like that. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not your ma. Second of all, I didn't even know I wasn't smiling. Right. But I'm not sitting here thinking like, cheese. Right. As I'm walking. I'm about to do that. Like, but, I'm, 
But I do get that from people too. People yeah. say, oh, you're always smiling. I'm like, which one is it, Becky? Which one is it? Am I always mad or am I always smiling? I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. But yeah. I would say that survival mode is doing the thing that you always done because that's all you know. Mm-hmm. It's like when we were children, or I would say for myself, it's like when I'm a child, I learn these characteristics. My mom wasn't this. My dad wasn't this. Therefore, I have to find a way to get my needs met. Mm-hmm. So... Then as a child, I formulate these plans. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm make sure I'm the best person ever so people won't want to leave me. I'm going I'm to make sure I'm perfect. I'm going to make sure I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. And then I have that as a child, and that gets me through. And that's great because I love my inner self for being able to do that for yeah. me in mm-hmm. order so I can survive. Because a lot of people don't survive childhood. They really don't. Um, they, they get lost mm-hmm. in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, but now as an adult woman who's done a lot of work on myself, a lot of trauma healing, a lot of self-care, um, that's probably not the best thing. Take bringing those childhood approaches to adult situations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now I'm like, now I'm like, okay, um, I need to get myself out of these survival modes. I, you know, I'm not in survival no- mode anymore. I have a job. I have my own place. I have great friendships. I have amazing family. I'm not in survival mode anymore. So I need to figure out what's going to better help me in this moment so that I can continue to excel into my future. Right. Because these musty-ass things that I'm going through or I've been through in the past, they ain't work. Yeah. And when you realize that, it's kind of like, dang, I really need to get out of this. But it's just so hard. And I know a lot of people can relate to this in particular. Like, for those who didn't grow up in a double-parent household, who weren't taught by their mom. <coughs> oh, my God. Who weren't. <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> who, who weren't taught by. <laughs> Who weren't taught by their mom or their dad on how to do specific things. Like, you know, when you're with your mom, she teaches you how to cook and she teaches you, you know, womanly things on how to, you know, carry yourself as a lady or how to be a wife or to be a mother yourself when you get older. And then um, having a father, you know, someone to teach you what a man is supposed to be like in your life or, you know, teaching you things like changing a tire and stuff like that. Because I know some women out there who had that, you know what I mean? And so their survival mode has been just like, well, I mean, I really haven't had one because they were raised off love. And not survival. Oh man! And so they raised off love man, and not survival. That is tough. Damn. That is real. That's that's real. real. Like you yeah. had to have gotten love in order to, you know, what I'm saying, be to raise off love. If you yeah. haven't, then you're always going to be in survival mode, or it's always been something like, you know, like that. So I, I relate. <coughs> I relate to that definitely. So um, I'm not having anyone guide you. Mm-hmm. So you know how certain times you'd be like, I should know this because I'm this age, or da da. No. So now you got to resort to just learning as you grow. And that's exactly what I'm doing essentially because I don't have or never had anyone sit me down and be like, this is why X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and then it followed me through my adulthood. Right. No, it was just like, I was a child. I was a child. I was a young adult, young adult, an adult. And it's just like, I'm just learning as I, as I grow. Like I said, that's absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm over here dying and choking home. <coughs> Hopefully that's the last cough. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I come from a family of eight. Um, and what this looks like is that we didn't have a lot of food mm. all the time. Like my mom was on public assistance. Um, we lived in like three bedrooms, you know, I had to share room all the time, you know, just things like this. I didn't have clothes. Like it was just a lot going on. So now that I'm an adult, it's like, I'm living according to these things. Cause my mom, she did what she had to do. She took care of us. She made sure we had clothes and make sure we had shelter the bare minimums of life. But that's how I feel like I live now. I feel like I live with the bare minimums of life. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not excelling. Like the next person has the same 24 hours as me. Mm -hmm. They have the same breath. They have the same brain structure. Not to say we have the same thoughts, but they have the same 
physicalities of me. We, we human, we have all the things that we need, our hands, our feet, our legs, but why are they excelling and I'm just surviving? You know what I mean? So it's like, today I even woke up, I was like, I'm tired of living in survival mode. I'm tired of having this mindset that, oh, life is not working out for me. Like, do I really believe that? Or is that something that's some type of take that's playing over in my head because Mm -hmm. I'm still in survival mode? I think it's a take playing over in my head because I'm in survival mode. But if I look at my 24 hours and I say, you know what? It's just for me because everybody's not here. If I can look at my whole thing and say, you know what? I had trauma in my past. I have trauma that's happening now that I need to deal with. But if I can look at that and be like, I'm going to deal with this and I'm going to excel. There's no reason why I can't excel while I'm dealing with this trauma. I can continue to capitalize on my hours. I can continue to change my mindset. I can do what I need to do to thrive in this life. If I need to feel love, I'm going to give myself the love. I'm going to open up to the flow of love so that I won't let my primary baseline be traumatic survival mode, but let it be a sort coming from a place of love because I'm open to love. So I'm able to excel and grow from love. Um, so I think that survival mode for personally, just sum it all up for myself is survival mode is the traits and characteristics that you learn from childhood that you're bringing into your adult life that don't serve you mm-hmm. because we, we too grown for that. It's not right. like we, you know, going to mom, we get a whooping for what we did. We gotta, we gotta own up to our own stuff. We gotta mm-hmm. quote unquote whoop ourselves. No, yeah. um, we gotta quote unquote, take care of ourselves. We have to put it down, lock it down, save, you know, do everything we're supposed to do. We're adults. Right. But that is my definition of it all. Right. Yeah. Um, what I feel like how you can cope with wanting to break out of that is, like I said earlier in the earlier episode, is surround yourself with people who are doing better than you or who grow up in a different lifestyle than you. Because then you start to copy their traits and then you see, oh, okay, this is how they're doing it. That's why they are where they are. And then, you know, of course, if they're your friends and stuff, then you get their resources and you just copy and make it your own of course and flow with it however it flows for you Mm -hmm. so that's a great way that's why i said like surround yourself with people like that because i always was never a family person because i didn't grow up in a family oriented setting so Mm -hmm. being around other families and seeing how they interact i'm just like off in the corner yeah but then once i gradually start going to events or feeling being with them it's like then i'm like oh what's that girl like you know it's like you adapt eventually so that's that's definitely that's the good thing about yeah absolutely surviving it up so yeah i like that i really like that topic yeah oh my gosh living with a purpose here purposely venting all right everybody (laughs) i'm sorry so if there's anyone that has their own like survival mode story or something that they do that they're in survival mode now, I would love to hear it. Yes. Like, share, 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 share. DM us. Yes, um, that's is what was her Instagram again? It is purposely on. Un- see, look, it's at purpose. <laughs> oh, see, look, it's at pur- <laughs> purposely underscore venting. That is our Instagram page. Y'all just DM us. We will be sure to talk about whatever it is that's on your mind, but specifically with survival mode, we would love to hear what you guys got to so say about that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to this episode, mm-hmm. and we are very, very much so looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. Catch you in the next one. All right. Peace and grace. <laughs>